0: BLOB TALK RADIO FAPLE uh, 66, hey, good morning, hey, Belinda, good morning uh, Good morning, good morning, Ken, what's going on, man? Hope you got that Taylor May working out Guys, if you're, having, uh, if you're in the Franklin Southampton Or Suffolk area, you can looking for a place to work out Check out Taylor May, uh over in Franklin uh, Kenny's making it work out over there Appreciate that Hey, Lady Kellum, good morning uh, Sister Signal Trick, good morning, Denise, good morning to you uh thank you for the sharing and uh Periscope, I see you guys are already uh already putting up a hearts. Appreciate that. Double click on those hearts, thumb up the hearts, however you want to do it. We appreciate that. Hey Peanut, good morning. Good morning, Lee. Uh I met that. Ten sixty four. I missed the first part of that. Good morning to you though. Hey to the shepherds. Glad you guys are with us. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Uh I'm not sure what you did. Rest, cook, out. I'm not sure. Hey, Sister Greyville. Yes, ready to meet students. matter of fact, there are teachers on, so let me jump right into it. Uh, teachers, uh, school administrators, I know you're kind of jumping on real quick. Hey, Carol, good morning. New York, uh, happy morning. Hey, Venus, good morning. So, look, because uh, today is officially back to school for most of the country, I know some people are already back in school, and there are a few schools I know of that don't start till later next week, uh, that's what we want to talk about today, because one of the things we've been trying to do is hear the voice of God. Hey, Sister Ford. And and, uh, really, you know, hearing the voice of God may not be a one-time event. That's what today is about. Today is about realizing that it's not that you just wake up one day and you hear God's voice or you wake up one day and the choice that you are going to make you know without doubt that it's the right choice. It's a process. It's a process. Hey, Sound 43. And so because of the process, today I want to just kind of toss out uh, what I believe is a three-step process to hearing God's voice consistently because that's the key, right? Uh, we want to do right from wrong. We want to make sure we're moving in the right direction. Uh, we want to make sure that what we're doing isn't just, you know, us doing it blindly. We want to make sure we're doing it and it's going to be blessed. Uh, so there is this uh, short scripture in Ezra chapter 7, verse 10. And this is actually a study method that uh, I, I've kind of been teaching since uh, JMU, the JMU days. Uh, but it's Ezra chapter 7, verse 10. And Ezra, Ezra, uh, Ezra was one of those prophets. He was hanging out with Nehemiah. Nehemiah had built this wall for Jerusalem so that they could start worshiping again, and they were putting everything back into place. And Ezra, this is how Ezra proved that he could heal God's voice. And here's what it says, Ezra 7 and 10. It says, "For Ezra had devoted himself and observance of the law of the Lord and to teaching its decrees and laws in Israel. One more time. I know some of you are just hearing it. You're not reading it, so let me, let me just say it again. For Ezra had devoted himself to the study, And observance of the law of the Lord and to teaching decrees and laws in Israel. So so let me let me kind of abbreviate it. Here's what it says. Ezra devoted himself to study, observing the law, that's practicing, and teaching. And that's what I want to tell you today. That one of the ways that we can increase our ability to hear God's word, three quick steps. Study, practice, and teach. That's pretty much it. Study, Practice and teach. It's it's really it's really God calling all of us back to school. So it is pretty much how school works. Uh, student goes into a classroom, be be it in person or online, right? After the student gets into the classroom, the teacher then begins to instruct, share information, give history, give practical ways to perform a math problem, right? or a way to actually engage in a science experiment. So so there's all this instruction that's happening over and over again, day after day, week after week, there is instruction. Then what the professor does, the professor then hands out some type of assessment, right, a quiz or a test or puts the things before you and says, here's what I want you to do. Uh, because in order for the instructor to know that you've been listening in all of the previous classes, They want to see you do it. Hey, Stacy, good morning. They want to see you do it. So in order, Lady Kellum, in order to recall it, you have to then practice it, right? The the test exam is a form of practice, not practice like uh, basketball practice or choir rehearsal. No, it's practice as in you act it, you show it, you do it, right? And one of the ways that God knows you hear him and you know you hear him is by what you do. For instance, if I say one, and you start skipping, then what I can conclude is that you probably didn't hear me that well, right? If I'm saying, hey, run, 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 and you just start off skipping and you jump jumping, right, uh, then clearly you didn't hear me. Uh, and we can we can agree that there was some miscommunication because what you're showing me is not what I said to you, right? And it's, it's true with God, too. And one of the ways God can tell if you hear him is uh, by your practices. If you've been studying, 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 hearing God's word, or you think you've been listening to him and then you do something that is different than what he said, then we can all agree you didn't hear it. Or the way you can tell that you heard God is because you start doing things, and as you start doing it, you know, you start to feel some uneasiness because what you're doing, you know, you start to look at the product of it. It doesn't match what you thought you heard him say. And, And so one of the ways that we start to increase our ability to learn over time is you study. Okay, here's what I think God is teaching me, telling me, talking to me about, instructing me. And then after the, the uh, study, you practice it, do it, right? I think uh, there's a scripture, Hebrew scripture, that uh, says, faith without works is dead, right? So we know we're not saved by works, but the evidence of our faith is in our, is in our, is in our, um, is in our practice. Uh, Charles Keller, uh, it is a seven to ten. Ezra chapter seven, verse ten is where we are. Ezra seven and ten. Hey, good morning, Latoya. And, and so you want to study, you want to practice, but then lastly, you want to dedicate uh, to teaching. And, and here's here's the key um, that there is this there is this turning point, right, where we pivot. And the pivot is after I have learned God's word and I'm doing it. The best way to prove that I've really heard Him is to now tell someone else, right? It is the power of testimony. It is uh it is the Great Commission right going therefore in all the world baptizing and teaching and one way that you can be very confident that you know that you know that you know you know you know what God told you is teach somebody else right? Uh Kenny came on a minute ago Kenny I think now is a referee for uh, some college basketball but he's also a coach. I think mean, Kenny was today glad to have you bro. Uh, and, and one of the things he does and there are many other teachers and coaches on as well. But when you start coaching, what happens in the coaching moment is you're now sharing with somebody else what was already shared with you, right? You are teaching somebody what somebody taught you. So you cannot teach anyone, right, no one. You can't teach someone something that you have not learned or that you have not heard, that you did not, you know, take in yourself. And so so today, today when we talk about hearing the voice of God, here's what we're saying. We're saying if you studied it and you did it, now share it with somebody else because if you get to that place when you start teaching it, when you start telling somebody else how to be debt free you start explaining to them how to make relationships work, you start right, paying it forward. If you start uh, sharing with them, you know, how how you parented or you start sharing with them uh, how you were able to purchase your first home or you share with them how you were able to launch a ministry or how you balance ministry and family or ministry and business, or you know, once you start sharing it, then it's a clear indication that you've learned it, and if you learned it, that means you were listening. So today, today uh, it's back to school for everyone, not just for the kids, Or better yet, it is for the kids, and we are God's children, and as God's children, the key today as we launch into this week after Labor Day is to now really get to a place where we study, practice, and teach. That's what Ezra did. Ezra said, hey, y'all testing me? Y'all want to know if I'm really a prophet? Let me tell you. I'm not just... Telling you what God said, I'm showing you what God said. Not only am I going to show you what God said, but I'm going to teach you uh, what God said. You know, there's this old there's this old uh, adage that if you uh, if you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. If you teach a man a fish, then he'll eat for a lifetime. And I love it. I don't like to add all the time, but I did add to that. So I like the fact that if you give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. If you teach a man to fish, uh, you know he'll eat for a lifetime. But I want to be the guy to teach you how to own the pond. So if you own the pond, then you can teach other people how to teach other people how to fish, and then we can all sit at the table together. And today, that's my prayer. My prayer for each of you is that we all go back to school, study, practice, and teach. So maybe we can start with this. Start with the devotional today. Maybe you aren't as familiar with Ezra as you are some of the other biblical characters, and biblical uh, biblical lessons. Check out Ezra. Uh, read Read a little bit about Ezra today or check out Nehemiah. They actually live and work side by side, hand in hand. Uh, and whatever you learn, whatever you hear, uh, matter of fact, that may be what God wants to save to you today. It may be in that book of Israel. Check it out. Uh, then, whatever you think you hear, see what it causes you to do, right? Because God is not vocal for us uh, to be still. God is vocal so that we can live out our lives as birds, just like school. Uh, I think one of the biggest challenges for me in school is that I was just kind of growing up trying to make grades. And then there was this part where I was in college. After I had been in the workforce, you know, I have been in school, I fell out, failed out, right, didn't do my work, and so I had to go to work. And then after I went to work, I came back to school. And when I came back to school after working, school was different. School wasn't just about making grades, but school was about something I could actually use every day. And maybe that's the challenge. Maybe the challenge is that we want to hear God's voice, but we only want to hear it so that we know it. No, no, no. You want to hear it so that it makes something happen. You want to you want to hear God vocally so that it can cause you to live life out, you know, as a verb. Matter of fact, I think it's interesting that the word we use for audible speaking and audible conversation is verbally. Did anybody notice that uh, that we want to hear God verbally? It's verbally as in vocal and audible, but it's also verbally as in do something with what He said. Don't just hear Him and ignore it. Or hear them and be still, you want to do something. So study, practice, and teach. And if you can do those two things, I think, I think without a doubt, this can definitely increase, increase your ability to hear God's voice. Father, I thank you so much. I thank you for being audible. I thank you for verbally speaking to us so that we can live out our lives as verbs and uh, not duck down, you know, person, place, or thing. No, no, we want to be active. We want to be agents for you. We want to do something for you. And my prayer today, God, really, is that you move all of us. Uh, Be be with our educators today. Be with administration today. Be with every parent uh, today that's releasing their kids into both the safety of education and the safety physically of their children. Be with every student today. Uh, And I'm saying students across the board, elementary, middle, high school, colleges, but then also, God, those who really are, studying and seeking to hear your voice clearer. Yeah, we want to be more like you. We want to do things for you. And today we ask that you'd help us be better students so that we can show the very things that you're saying to us. Do it in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. So you guys have a great day today. I'll be with you tomorrow. And uh, I'm looking forward, looking forward to uh, kind, of, kind of introducing some new things to you. Uh finally finished up, finally finished up the next book, and I'm excited to share uh, some insights from that book with you. Uh, it is all aboard uh, Sailing Through Life's Success, uh, Sailing and Final life Success. We'll talk about that tomorrow. I hope to see you there. Share today, and be blessed. Thank you, Pastor. Have a great day. All right, you too.